100 most successful CEOs. But are you nuts? Hello and welcome back to our time vlog. Today I am super excited to have Steve with us. Um, Steve is the Director of Sales for Australia and New Zealand uh, for Silver Sea Cruises. Welcome on the show, Steve. Thank you, Timo. It's really lovely to be talking to you today. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, no, absolutely. And I'm actually very grateful that you agreed to be on here. Um, I always love when, when I volunteer people and they say yes straight away. So thank you for that. Um, no, I think good. we probably started with a few details about you that people potentially don't know, which we call the icebreaker session. Um, okay. So just a very quick answer. So we get to know you a little bit better. And okay. we start with a classic. Um, are you a coffee or tea person? Coffee, definitely. I don't mind tea, but coffee, there's no way to start the day than with at least two coffees in the morning for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm already at a level of two as well. <laughs> Sometimes I've got three, full. but you've got to be careful you don't get too carried away. No, three. Three is a bit much, but I'm working on it. Um, cat or dog? Oh, definitely dog. Uh, they, you can be active with a dog. You can go for a walk, you can go for a run. They can protect your family. Um, so yeah, they're definitely dog. <laughs> they're very good pets. I agree. And last but not least, what is your favorite travel destination and why? Oh, that's a mean question because, uh, we all love the world so much. Um, I would say <laughs> it's probably Vietnam for me. I uh, just been there a few times and just blown away by the culture, the scenery, the different aspects of the country. The history is fascinating. It's got a really ancient and modern history. The food is beautiful. People are friendly. Yeah, it was just it's a really, you know, Vietnam for me, great destination. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's also on my bucket list. I haven't made it yet, but you got to go. You just reconfirmed that I should definitely try to get there as soon as possible. <laughs> mm. um, speaking about the travel industry, I do believe that the next generation of leaders obviously will have, you know, very different environment and different challenges. From your point of view, what do you think how a program like the TIME program can actually prepare the future leaders of, of our industry? Yeah, Timo, the TIME program is, is fantastic. I mean, I've, I've been, you know, I've been you've like known of the program for a long time now. And, you know, the, the, you know, the key of the mentors in the program, you know, the mentors and matching the mentors and mentees is a, is a great skill that the TIME program does operate. These, you know, these mentors have been around for a long time and they've seen, you know, situations like obviously we're in the COVID-19 pandemic now, which is the worst thing that's hit the industry. But before that, there was 9-11, you know, before that, there was the GFC. And every time we've had these situations that are coming to the industry, good and bad, these mentors have been exposed, their businesses have been exposed to these and they've had to adapt, you know, the way they sell, the type of products they sell, how they promote operationally, how they run their business. Uh, and the type of leadership they bring to their to their company and all that sort of thing. So, it's all those those experiences over the last 20, 30, 40 years uh, that makes this these mentors so strong to the program that can provide uh, these candidates with just a, a vast array of experience across different scenarios and situations. And um, yeah, I, I just see that as as the most powerful aspect. Obviously, COVID nineteen is a, is a is a big situation for us now, but we've also learned a lot from other situations in the past. You know, and the big thing with travel industry is that we're a discretionary spend industry, so we're unfortunately we're always the first affected in a time like this, and we're always one of the last to recover because you don't have to spend money on holidays, and at the moment you can't. But people always want to spend money on things that they enjoy. 
they want to spend money on these things as opposed to often bills and those sort of things. So there is business out there. There is ways to make money in situations like this and post situations like this. And these mentors have got a lot of experience in terms of helping guide their businesses through these situations. Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned a very interesting point there, which is obviously the discretionary spend and um, the fact that people usually cut back first on travel and, and uh, potentially food and beverage expenses. Um, you've been very generous and you initiated for two of your staff members to take part in a program, plus you sponsored also another person from the industry to be able to go through the program. Um, excuse my French, but are you nuts in a situation like this where the market is not existing, you know, to sponsor so many people into the program? And um, why do you do that? Yeah, look, good question. No, I'm not nuts. Um, I think um, it's a it's a very um, important investment for us. Uh, we, we, <laughs> so we've been, firstly, you know, why are we doing it? It's just two reasons. I mean, firstly, Silver Sea Cruises is part of the Royal Caribbean Group, which is one of the largest travel companies in the world. So we've been very lucky to be part of this group during a situation like COVID-19. Of course, the group has suffered massive financial losses like a lot all travel businesses. But we're a public the stock exchange company. We've been able to raise a lot of capital and a lot of our staff have managed to keep their jobs and keep their full-time hours. So we feel very uh, grateful that our company's been able to support us uh, and we've managed to keep a lot of our marketing and sales budgets and so forth as well. So sponsoring somebody else um, who's from a company maybe, maybe less fortunate than ours is, is just a no-brainer to me because that's just the luck of the draw sometimes in terms of who you work for. So we'd love to be able to, you know, provide that opportunity for someone else. But in terms of sponsoring, putting two of my employees for the program, it's an absolute no-brainer because, you know, it's it's such a pivotal time now for them to, you know, to latch onto a good mentor and, and learn these skills. Like I said in the beginning of this interview, all these skills, not only from the COVID-19 pandemic, but all the other skills that they can learn uh, and make them better employees for us, you know, and, and, um, and, you know, people say, oh, what if they leave? You know, of, of course, there's, there's attrition like that and they could leave the company and that's just a natural part of life. We always respect if they get a better opportunity, you know, we wish them well. And these are people that have been loyal servants to our business for a long time. They don't owe us any debt. They don't have to stay. They've delivered great results and are successful with the company. And if these skills can help them stay with us and grow further with us, fantastic. If it leads them tra to transition to another role, another company that's going to, you know, boost their career, then, you know, we're great that we're part of that journey and we're about to help them that way. So I think, um, you know, we're, we're very grateful at, at Silver Sea that we can afford to be able to do this when some companies can't. And also putting our own staff through it as well is um, just an investment, you know, in our own business, really. Mm -hmm. That's great to hear. My next question would, would have actually been, you know, aren't you afraid of your staff leaving after the program or shortly after the program and all that investment um, was for nothing in quotation marks, um, which you've answered already, that's great. Um, if you think about a program itself, is there something particular you would like your staff to take away and maybe implement into operations? Yeah, good question. I think um, I've, I've put two salespeople through, which obviously in my department, and I think um, you know what we're looking for for them to get out of this program is the most critical element would be strategic thinking, planning and executing. I think that's 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 the key. And I think it's it's vitally important, especially mm -hmm. in sales, to be strategic, uh, you know, in how you go about your role. 
uh, and how you you know promote your your area and, and drive your travel agents and customers to book. So, you know, that's a big part of it. Uh, and um, I'm hoping that the, the the you know the mentors are selected uh, and there's a good match there. And there's a lot of strategic discussions that will take place um, over the next few months when they go through the program. But of course, there's more than just that. There's other elements. You know, there's the leadership skills. We want these employees to, to go forward and become great leaders in the industry. And, and how do you lead um, employees in good times and in bad times? And how do you change your leadership style? And also, you know, just general things like time management skills, project management skills, just those fundamental skills uh, that, um, that you know, the right mentor can, can give great guidance to you know, our, our guys on and, and just help them just become better all-rounded, molded, uh, Silver Sea employees and just and better, more successful, um, you know, employees for their future career, wherever that may be. Steve, I know you did not have the joy of doing the program yet, um, but I'd like to know, is there something that inspires you or do you actually have a mentor outside of an organized structure? How do you handle it? Yeah, yeah good question. I, um, the first time I ever, um, to know, the first time I ever realized the power of, of, of a mentor was about, 10, 15 years ago, I read an article about the 100 most successful CEOs. And it mm. said, the question was, what do they all have in common with each other? And people were asking questions like, are they, are they all male? Uh, you know, uh, have they all done university degrees? Are they all, you know, working 80-hour weeks and all that? And that wasn't the answer. The answer was that they all had a mentor early in their career. They all had a mentor early in their career. And this is the 100 mm. most successful CEOs in the Forbes 500 companies in the world. And that resonated with me that it's a no-brainer. You're not going to be successful in this business world unless you take on a mentor. And even if you don't do it early, you're always learning. So you can take on a mentor at any stage in your life. I've never gone through the program, but have since then I've always been seeking mentors in my career. And um, I look for them in different aspects. I've had mentors mm -hmm. in the travel industry, but I've also liked to seek them outside the travel industry. And I have a mentor sometimes for a short period of time, sometimes for a couple of years, and I like to change things a little bit. Uh, just recently, um, I wanted to become better at accounting and finance, mm -hmm. like the accounting operations side of, of business, which isn't really in my remit, but I wanted to become better at this. So I actually sought out a mentor that I knew was a professional accountant in this area and just started working with this mentor and just picking their brain on this, just this particular facet of you know, of, of, you know, of business. And it wasn't, they're not even in the travel industry. They actually work in like an elevator business. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's vitally important that uh, you have, you have a mentor at some stage in your career, um, whether it be ongoing or in different mentors over short periods, because if you're not learning that, you know, then you're not growing and, and you always, you always have to be learning. And, and these mentors are so key for that information. Yeah. You know, I fully agree that, it is always an inspiration to have someone on your side who gives you new perspectives and that you can bounce ideas off. Um, I think, I personally think, another aspect of, <clears throat> pardon me, and a successful career is probably having a established network. And yeah. time, obviously, is also quite big on, you know, networking functions and getting people in contact, getting the industry together. Um, what are your insights on, especially during COVID times, keeping an active and functioning network in the travel industry? Oh, yeah, look, it's vital. I, I mean, I last looked, I think I've got 3,000 contacts on LinkedIn uh, across mm -hmm. a variety of industries. And, you know, I'm always looking for new people to connect with and uh, and then touch base randomly with them and so forth. So, yeah, look, it, it, 
having a big network, a broad network like that will give you the opportunity to be able to find mentors as well and, and seek advice and guidance from people. And, and it's, it's just, it's, it's vital to have that, that big network. It'll open up so many doors in the future, whether it be, you know, new job opportunities or, you know, different ideas. Um, you know, some of the great ideas that we've been able to bring into the travel industry have come from outside the travel industry. You know, mm-hmm. by, by having um, having you know these contacts in, in different businesses, and you can kind of find a synergy there and bring those ideas in. So, I really employ you know employ everybody to you know just keep your you, you, you know like your network is a is, is a vital asset to your career. It's it's a, it's a tool in your in, in your chest of armory. You know, keep your network growing, keep it active, keep engage with it. You know, really protect it like it's a database almost. You know. And um, and I think that if you do that, then it'll it'll, it'll bring out benefits for you in, in you know the long term future. I love that comparison with the database because it is as important. I fully agree. <clears throat> well, Steve, thanks so much for your time. I do hope I I'll see you at one of the networking functions very soon in person as well. And um, we have probably lots to discuss about you being a dog person because I fully agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, thank you so much for your support and thank you for making it possible for uh, three humans in the travel industry, especially in these times, uh, to start the journey. No, thank you, Timo. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was really lovely speaking with you and thank you for the work that you do with the industry, you know, with your vlogs like this, which are so important to get information out uh, to everyone out there. So thank you again for your time. Thank you. <laughs>